0: woodley on a beat welcome back to another episode of the million dollar Condos podcast on this episode we have one of jamaica's national traders one of jamaica's national sprinters uh, mr julian port julian how are you not too bad Good, 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 great. So, on this podcast, we like to get to know our oh, guests a little more outside of the application of that particular person themselves. So, why don't you start off by giving us a brief character definition or a character exposure as to who Julian Cortez is?
1: Um, there's somebody who is um, goal oriented, ambitious. Um, Sometimes things outside the box, um, creative. Uh, I'm sure there's more, but uh, so can like I can't spend the whole time so, that, so, like,
0: out of that. so like you have an autobiography coming soon.
1: <laughs> Hope so.
0: Hope so. All right. So let, let's get into what fueled the passion for athletics. Where, where does it start? What's your earliest memory of Julian Fort Roddy?
1: Um, probably prep school, racing um, during break time. That's probably the first real memory of, you know, running um, for fun.
0: Right. Right. So from there, when did it become competitive? Because at some point, you decided to yourself, okay, this is something that I'm good at. When was that moment? Was it was it in Grating as well? Or was it a little bit further beyond that?
1: No no money, what that would that would have been in prep school and prep jumps um and the relays and jumping as well. Right. And doing long jump Right, that's
0: where you started, right? You started in the, the, the jumps. Yeah. Right. And then you, you you went into the sprinting. So what caused that change?
1: Um, but then not get fast. <laughs> <laughs> so so um it, it, it Yeah, it's it, a little bit more glamorous than jobs and jumps and things, so I decided to try my hand full-time in sprinting. You
2: know? um, so, the transition from a high school athlete into a professional athlete, um, many struggle with that. How, how, how do you think or who do you think was your, your most influence, influential person in helping you through that transition and and what tips did, did they give you?
1: Um, there are different people that play, um, different kind of roles, but at, at the end of the day, it comes down to you as a person, you know, noticing certain things that you need to do to make it at a professional level. Um, pros are different from, um, high school level and even collegiate level. You're not, you're not growing anymore. So you're not getting any faster naturally. Um so you have to definitely start to work on yourself to get faster. So um I came to that realization um early in, in my career. quote unquote professional career. career. Right. Um so and I I mean I don't mind you know hard training and training hard, so it wasn't really a, a, a big issue for me.
0: All right. So you spoke about um you spoke prior about the the belief in oneself right would you say that you were your biggest motivator on that journey and is that something that you would tell other student athletes or athletes on the come up who want to be professionals is it to bet more on yourself than a specific system or coach
1: um it's there's a balance i have to find um Mm -hmm. So, first of all, you have to pick who you think is the right coach. So, you have to get into a good program, first of all. All Your talent, you know, the talent that you have on the Green Carrier so far. So, you need somebody to, to, you know, to nurture that talent that you have. So, Mm -hmm. it's first picking, you know, a good program, a good coach. Um, And then after that, you definitely have to believe in yourself. Um, once it, you have to believe in your coach and believe in your abilities as well, um, because it, they go hand in hand. It's a, um, it's a, they, they, they just kind of work with each other. If you're not, if you don't have a good coach, chances are you're not going to be the best shape you can be. And if you have a good coach and you're not um, doing all the things that you need to do to get yourself better, then you're not going to be as good on the other. So you have to find a balance
2: between the two. All right. So this has been a very um, tricky period with, you know, World Events COVID, um, namely. There are a lot of athletes who were hoping to maybe transition out of high school and go pro now, but the the athletic season was cut short. Um, What type of advice would you give them in terms of, trying to keep themselves afloat while they
1: wait to make their names on the circuit. Um well them have time. <laughs> if you're just coming out of school yeah, have a, you have a lot of time. It's more it 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 it's harder on athletes that are you know are outgoing are a little older um are at the um toilet of their career. So um the the athletes that are just you know coming onto the pro stage, they definitely have time. I I if I were them I really wouldn't worry about it. So
0: you mentioned the difficulty, but here's the thing. Um, a lot of these student athletes were dependent on the Boys and Girls Athletic Championship, right? Seeing as though that is no longer going to be, you know, an event for, for, for this year, right? I mean, the students or true. the athletes that would have been noticed or would have broken records, that isn't to be right now. So the, 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 that gap right there, it leaves a huge void as it relates to future Jamaican athletics, don't you think?
1: No. Um the 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 students at least that are good and that would have been good in um post-champs, they will still be good <laughs> without champs. Um champs is not going to make them good or make them you know so, what, so i think the athletes that benefit more from the champs um setup and situation is our uh, athletes that are looking to you know get a scholarship and go to college abroad exactly. if an athlete is looking to to, to go to
2: a to, to yeah. go pro yeah.
1: outside of, if, yeah. if an athlete is looking to go pro outside of um, after champs sure. like right after champs mm-hmm. um they wouldn't have any real issues um joining a, a, a club and, and working on that. But the, the problem will be for the athletes who are trying to get a scholarship to go overseas.
0: Right, correct. And what, because that poses a massive issue. There are some student athletes, right, that you know weren't given the God-given ability of using Microsoft Excel or Word. You understand? They were given the ability to run, not even just sprinters, right? You have footballers, cricketers, right? Swimmers, all of these sporting events have been canceled. All of these potential life-changing instances have been canceled, right? So the mindset of a young athlete right now, it would be very straining on them right, to be looking right now into the future? Because it's hard in this time of uncertainty to even see what or even presume what is going to happen after COVID-19 because everybody thinks it's going to go back to normal, right? But Mm -hmm. what exactly do you think that the young athletes should be doing in the meanwhile to to keep themselves at optimum levels um, when competition arrives, until competition arrives?
1: Well, I hope that um I know it can't be the same for all athletes, but I hope that, you know, most of them have the ability. have the setup where they can still train. Um it's not just about uh because you have the, the God given ability to play football and feel well or you know, to play cricket well, whatever sport maybe, right. you have to also um, take your studies seriously. It's not, it's not uh, necessarily an either or kind of thing. Right. Um, I'm not saying that you need to be the best student, the smartest student, but that um, the 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 school aspect of it is important. So that should be you know taken um, taken seriously as well. This is where you would emphasize the importance of maybe discipline as an athlete. Yeah, so as an athlete, um, there, there are a lot of athletes that have the discipline to do well, like training-wise. Yeah. So when it comes to training, they're very disciplined and they like what they do. So it's easy to be disciplined when you like what you're doing. Um, but for the schoolwork aspect, and they're and they're good at it. And some of them are not so good at schoolwork, so they don't feel as motivated to want to do it, and they don't enjoy it because they're not good at it. And you know, so they're not as they're not as um, focused on schoolwork or not as disciplined when it comes to schoolwork. But um, that's that's the harder part. So it, the, the the difficulty is in balancing both of them, and. Um, it just it just comes with the territory, you know. Being a student athlete, you have you have a little bit more to do than just than just this regular students who don't do anything.
0: Do you think the same opportunities then are around for student athletes, right, as they were before? Because funding is being cut right across the board, um, tertiary level, professional level. Well, probably not professional level. I would say professional level, but definitely tertiary level because of the financial constraints that COVID has caused. The, the, the scholarships that students would usually be open to or student athletes would usually be open to, they're no longer available, right? right? So a, a student in a position where they're not financially stable enough to even you know, go to UA as it is, right? Not, let's not talk about the, the, the U.S. tuition because that's much more. Like what? Where does that person? Where does that student athlete turn? Seeing as though their bread and butter was to be, you know, within the athletics arena.
1: Um, it's difficult. I'm not sure how how um that will work out for them, and that's it's a it's a big issue. As I said, um, with champs, um, the you know the I'm not sure about champs happening, so it 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 will more affect it will affect those um athletes more the ones that are trying to you know go abroad or even try to get a scholarship and, and champs would be what would um allow them to get that scholarship. It will be hard for them. I'm not sure how it will work out because I'm not in that space to you know I'm not privy to that kind of information. So but I know that it will be difficult
2: all right let's take a different perspective then um professional athlete maybe they they have run a a good time a sub 10 time or or something but outside of running how would you what type of advice would you give them in terms of generated income or um be it brand deals endorsements etc how do you establish their how does an athlete establish their own brand
1: um your brand is more centered around as a public figure I think your brand is centered around your personality a lot. Um, how you carry yourself, how you, how you um, speak, um, and other qualities that are are um, marketable. So, some athletes, as a, it comes easier for some athletes, uh, some athletes have to, you know, try, and some athletes, they are so good that. The brands want to work with them because of their athletic prowess. Um, So, but I would say, you know, work on your athletic prowess first. Don't focus on brand deals. Um, They will come and, I mean, just be yourself. If you are somebody who is easily marketed, then, you know, even better for you. But I think you just need to be yourself and um, whoever is interested would come.
2: You mentioned something about the personality, so mm. who is Julian Ford away from athletics
1: well basically the same person that you see um doing during athletics uh, not very that's why that's that's a part of the reason why I put my youtube channel out um because a lot of people um they don't know you know the. the, 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 the I okay. don't know yeah I don't really know you yeah, like what what you're like outside of like mm-hmm. competition seeing right. on the big stage so um right kamari asks a very, right. yeah. kamari, Kam,
0: kamari asked a very um, important question I want a little bit more information on that how, how how do athletes and how do you in in specific how did you um let's say cope with the, with the confinement of COVID-19? And who do, how do you think um, athletes in general could cope with something like this in the future where it's happening again?
1: Um, it's a very good question. I don't think there's any real way, particular way to cope. I mean, everybody handles situations differently. To me, it it really wasn't that bad in terms of um, mental like stability. Like right. it didn't really affect me that because I'm used to I like my own company. <laughs>
2: I'm
1: used to being alone. Um, it's not it's not that serious um, to me. But it's just that the the restriction that it puts on other aspects of your life. That is, um,
2: yeah.
1: that's where it kind of gets a little annoying. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't think, I don't think this is something that people can really, hand, there's no you know, set way to, to handle it. I mean, everybody's just going to be a little different.
0: So do you think that um, then with the platforms that these athletes have, do you think that it would be a good option for them to, <clears throat> to then venture into probably starting your own business? Or, yeah. you know, starting your own ventures, trying to find an extra source of income, you know, just in case something like this happens again. What, do you, what is your thought on entrepreneurship?
1: Well, you it, shouldn't be starting it in case this happens. Yes. You should be doing that already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's something you like it should be doing already. It's true. Um, one source of income is too close to none, no matter how much money you make making. So if you make, if you're making a whole heap of money and you lose that one job, you had, then you're not That's making it. any money at all. That's it. Um, so the, the 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 key is to you know create different re- revenue streams and to be able to earn outside of just one income source. So it, it's it's definitely something that people should be looking into um not just because of the pandemic because you can have multiple revenue streams that all of them get affected because of the pandemic um so is there something that um, a lot of people need to look into outside
2: of just you know
1: doing check field? Track and field is a, is a very short career
2: so would you be open to sharing like what else it is that you're involved in or your little hobbies or what else it is that julian ford does
1: well see the youtube right now everything else that i'm doing business wise i'm not um i'm not ready to speak about
2: okay but um
1: i have investments and i um the youtube channel is a hobby that i really like and i can
2: subscribe
1: guys yeah like and subscribe so um yeah i mean that's i mean i kind of really focus on the youtube channel right now so that's what i'm trying to do um
2: and in one of your vlogs, you mentioned this this very this this what would you say? Powerful, A quote, powerful message that you, that that really stuck. It really stuck. You said always better yourself. I do You said it so nonchalant I don't even think you, you realize how powerful that that message was. Mm-hmm. So is, is, would that, would you say that that's your personal mantra? Something that you live by?
1: Um, it 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 is. Um, but it is. Yes, I say it nonchalantly, but mm. it's something that once you truly believe and um, better man it. it's a very powerful thing. Yeah, it becomes it just becomes a part of it. So I just try to push that competitive edge um like within training. Um, and try to get everybody to get that kind of mindset, all of my all of our training partners. That's the kind of mindset I want to have, I want them to have because that's the type of people that I want to run.
2: All right,
1: so take us through a typical race day. Do you still get nervous? Yeah, I mean, anybody that tells you that they don't get nervous is probably lying. <laughs> um, or they're probably running against people that they already way better than they know it. Um, so it, it, you're going still get nervous, no matter what. And um, it's it's a atmosphere outside of you know, your usual atmosphere so i mean it's just a normal thing so
2: so what
1: would be like a routine on any day of an event i don't have a routine i just kind <laughs> of <laughs> yeah, i mean i just kind of do whatever i mean i don't know a i'll race tomorrow i don't have a race tomorrow yeah. um obviously i'm not going to be you know staying up late or um i'm not going to be doing anything like partying drinking none of that but um I don't have a. There's no set routine that I follow.
0: Uh, okay, so um, the, the the Tokyo 2021 Olympics um, are around the corner. Um, Officials still um, back and forth as to whether or not um, they're participating in it. Um, recent development with the with the US as well. Um, I think that has been resolved. But nine point nine one and nineteen point nine seven. Um mm-hmm. do you think do you think that this Olympics um provided that it will con it it, it will be um hosted, yeah. mm-hmm. do you think those those records of your for, for yourself will be smashed? What 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 is your what is your mindset like going into to that season?
1: I mean I'm not really thinking about it like that, taking it one step at a time. Mm-hmm. Um I have goals. That um I'm not sharing with anybody. Okay. Um, but it's is, you know, as I said, step at a time. So I have to get I have to make the team first to get yeah, to the Olympics yeah. first. Right. Everything else will take care of itself. So I was taking it step by step. I
2: agree. I agree. Let's take it back from the games and let's go to training. Um how did you describe the impact of your training partner, Nesta Carter, or the importance of having a training partner, somebody to support you and push you? overall not just in athletics but in terms of maybe business and,
1: and such um it's imp- it, it it's very important to have a good training partner because um the they can have a very you know you can you guys kind of can feed off each other energy and um it's easier um to push yourself when you have a little bit a little bit of motivation so um it's not n- completely necessary but it's a big um, it's a big help and benefit um, to have a good training partner in terms of business um, I mean it's it's, it's kind of the same thing if your business partner is providing um, the kind of insight and information that you need to bring your business to another level or make sure that your business is profitable then it's it's um it's good to have a business partner if you know the thing and you are willing to work alone and you don't want anybody getting in your way when you are doing certain things then you don't need a business partner so um it's kind of it's it, it, it's it, it's, the, it's, similar, it's it's similar but it's 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 not it's, it's not the it's exact similar. same thing
0: right right. so you, you know the the legacy of of jamaican athletics um it's quite the powerful legacy um, worldwide, right? For such a small island, um, 3 million people, we, we we pack a really heavy punch as it relates to the world's athletics uh, stage. Now, we all know the world's fastest man. We all know who he comes from, where he comes from. But seeing as though he's left the stage, he's left the arena, the owners, falls and athletes like such as yourself, to, to to then carry that legacy forward. Is there added pressure with that on your shoulders or is it just another walk in the park, another day in the life of for Julian Ford? I hear
1: this question every time somebody talks with them yeah, 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 yeah. I I, um, I, I figured look um the the way I see it is regardless of if um bolt or Asafa, or Shelly, and Fraser Price, or Veronica, regardless of if they came before us, the it would still be on us to try to carry Jamaica to that, you know, to that level. So I look at it as we have um, a great example um, that that was coming before us, you know. So the we are just trying to do uh do um as best as we can to keep the the flag flying high uh i don't i don't think it's pressure because i mean <laughs> if if um if if you if we don't do as well as um people want us to do i mean as long as we were able to maintain a certain standard and do the best that we can do to represent our country, mm-hmm. then that's just what it is, you know, it's isn't Yeah. So uh, I, I, I,
0: I understand um, the fact that people be asking you a lot, but you know, because of their performance and because of Jamaican people, there's there's going to be an expectation, right? That that is really why I ask and. You know, I just wanted mm-hmm. to get into your mind about, about um, that in specific, because, yes, people ask, and people, um, you know, repeatedly, monotonously do raises in your head, but, you know, it's it's the, the question still, it still begs for an answer, especially for that's visible, like, they want to, to Jamaicans want to see that this is happening. You understand?
1: Yeah, well, what I can say is one thing with one thing with fans and um, supporters, they think that they want something to have more than you that <laughs> want. It don't make no sense to me. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um so I don't know what them think. I don't yeah. know if they think that we we just don't want to do well or yeah. <laughs> you know, we just not trying to do well. Yeah. or what so, but fans fans will always be fans. Um I have to know that. So as a fan, you're going to always want the best from whoever is supporting. Right. And um I am an athlete, yes, but I'm also a fan of different teams. But um, it's, and you also have to know that a lot of fans have never played sports.
0: Yeah. (laughs) They
1: are not good at sports at all. Um, You know, at all. They just love sports and they're sports fans. So um, they just want, at the end of the day, fans just want the best from who they support. And that's it. Just for Mm -hmm. bragging rights, I guess. <laughs>
2: so to, to maybe it down now, um, what is it that you'd like to re- remember for, or what do you want your legacy to be?
1: Um, I always try to give back to the generation after me.
0: Nice.
1: So um, I always try to be able to put the generation that comes after me in a better position than I was when I was their age. Um, so, even with um, the young athletes coming into, um, like, uh, the track club that I am at, I try to help them to, you know, to not make certain mistakes that I would have made when I was their age, and to, you know, be better than I am, or be better than I was at their age, and have a um, a better career because um, nobody really wants to. Nobody really wants anybody to be better than them, but at the end of the day, if I can help somebody to get to that ultimate um, spot, I um, think at the end of the week.
0: Right, right. So, in in in, in wrapping up, um, has been about forty minutes of quality content here. Um, so, we we always. Ask a question um, for, for of our guests. Um, you know, where where do you see yourself, let's say in the next five years? Right? Um, after the Olympics, then you know, within the next five years, then another Olympics, you know, would have been right around the corner or would have been held already. Right? So between that period um, and, you know, it goes back to Kamar's earlier question, but specifically on the track, you said you don't want to release some of those um, goals, I understand that. But what can you say generally that you would want to expect of yourself within the next five years?
1: I mean, just success in, um, in everything that I'm trying to do, I don't really look I don't really, I've never really looked and said, oh, in the next five years, I want to do this. The next five years, I want to do this. I've right. never, never, ever really done that. Um, I'm kind of a here moment. and now person.
0: In the moment. And
1: yeah. yeah, and and uh, I need to know that I need to do this now, and then after that, do this, I need to do that. And after that, I need to do that, and then everything will take care of itself.
0: Right, right, right. So, Um, A little bit of information about your YouTube channel. Just um, a basic overview of what it's about and the name of it. So our listeners can go and um, subscribe and um, listen to what you have to say.
1: All right. So um, my YouTube channel is my name. So it's Julian Fort, Um, putting together a series leading up to, you know, documenting my preparations for the 2021 Tokyo Olympics. Um, The ups, the downs, hopefully. There aren't many downs; <laughs> there were ups. But um, just to give you guys a behind-the-scenes look at, you know, what goes into um, my life as an athlete, and you know, generally what athletes have to do to prepare um, for major events. Um, there' are a little bit of lifestyle things in there as well. Um, so, you know, if you're interested in that kind of thing, always you can come over. You know, watch a few episodes like. Subscribe if you feel like you want to share it with somebody because they might be interested to do that. But good vibes along my channel. All
2: right. So lastly, mm-hmm. what would be your message to the, the next generation? of not just athletes, but maybe entrepreneurs. Um, just the, the next generation after you are, are up, young, up, young and up, the upcomers. At least mm-hmm. a little bit of motivation. What would you leave with them?
1: um i tried to find something that's not cliche like uh, you know work uh, hard, prob- prob- probably
2: probably,
0: probably probably your 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 mantra um hmm. bet on yourself always better always bet on yourself. Yeah. I, think, I think that's i think that stands out um massively as it relates to you know part of your character and a part of your message
1: understand so yeah that, that's that's true but you can't just better yourself empty you have to know that okay. you have done what it takes yeah.
0: to yeah. The, to be able to be yeah. confident yeah. to yeah. say yeah man,
1: yeah. Yeah, man you, you can bet yourself because man, know i'm the work and everything's supposed to you know go, go smoothly because you already the put in the, the work uh, you know right. so.
2: so always better yourself because <laughs>
1: because yeah man yeah, yeah, okay. because
0: all right so uh much respects again julian for it. um i wish you very good luck for the upcoming olympics um uh, we will be watching um as, re- as um, well as the rest of the world and you know more specifically jamaicans will be watching the fans <laughs> so <laughs> hopefully you know um your, your the work that you've been putting in and the bet you've placed on yourself will will come off um, on that day um and of course good luck in making the team um and getting getting to tokyo 2021 all right time. much much respects for the time you've taken and um bless yeah, up respect. yourself right
1: yeah. yeah man big up respect yeah man, yeah, man.